Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin will be of child and bear a son, and she will call his name Emmanuel. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with the judgment and justice from time forward even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. But as for you, Bethlehem, Epaphroth, too little to be among the clans of Judah. From you one will go forth from me to be the ruler in Israel. His goings forth are from long ago, from the days of eternity. Therefore he will give them up until the time when she who is in labor has borne a child. Then the reminder of his brethren will return to the sons of Israel, and he will arise and shepherd his flocks in the strength of the Lord in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they will remain, because at that time he will be great to the ends of the earth. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, her husband, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her, planned her away secretly. But when he had considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. And he will save his people from their sins. Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord to the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall be with child, and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated means God with us. And Joseph awoke from his sleep and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and took Mary as his wife, and kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent an angel, Gabriel, to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of Most High. 
The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestors David, and he will reign over Israel forever, and king, his kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, But how can this happen? I am a virgin. And the angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but now she's in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And the angel left her. A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea to, town, to the town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greetings, Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believe that the Lord would do what he said. So the time of the Messiah finally came. He came at a pivotal time in history. He came in God's timing. It was as if it had taken the world centuries of gestation time to culminate the birth of Messiah at the exact time that a young Jewish woman would be in the throes of birth pangs, birthing Jesus Christ. A parallel universe. In the spiritual realm, the chosen people of God were ready for a Messiah. In the natural world, Mary was giving birth to the Messiah in an obscure stable in the tiny town of Bethlehem. I had traveled many moonless nights, cold and weary, with the baby inside, and I what I've done Holy Father You have come Chosen me now To carry your son I am waiting in a silent prayer. I am frightened by the Lord I bear in a world as cold as stone. Must I walk this path of
shepherd was announced to those who watched over the sheep it was not a coincidence that the Lamb of God born that night would be heralded by angelic beings to those who watched over lambs lambs who would be destined for the sacrifice of sins
in the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which shall be for all the people. For today, in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. There will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly, there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men, with whom he is pleased. When the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, Let us go straight to Bethlehem then and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known to us. So they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. Luke 2, 18 through 20. 
And all who heard it wondered at the things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. The shepherds went back, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, just, ha- just as had been told them. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would someday walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? This child that you deliver, he would soon deliver you. Mary, did you know, baby boy, one day to the blind man? Mary, did you know? That your baby boy would calm a storm with his hands. Did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels trod? When you kissed your little baby, you kissed the face of God. Mary, did you know? Oh, Mary, did you know? The blind will see, the deaf will hear, the dead will live again. The lame will leap, the dumb will speak, the praises of the Lamb. Lord of all creation, Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day rule the nations? Did you know that your baby boy was heaven's perfect lamb? Child that you are holy, he is the green. I am Oh Mary Did you know of the birth of the Messiah exceeded the borders of Israel. Hundreds of miles away, heathen Gentiles who studied astrology and astronomy stumbled upon the prophetic words of the prophet Micah at the exact time a phenomenon in the heavens occurred. The visitation of the wise men became a prophetic act of worship as they brought the Christ gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. One by one, one for the little bitty, 
sent a savior for the Gentiles as well as the Jews. There was no coincidences with God. All events leading up to the birth of Christ prepared the way for the death, burial, and resurrection of the Son of God. All this for the redemption of mankind. Who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of parched ground. He has no stately form or majesty that we should look upon him, nor appearance that we should be attracted to him. He was despised and forsaken of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and like one from whom men hid their face, he was despised, and we did not esteem him. Surely our griefs he himself bore, and our sorrows he carried. Yet we ourselves esteemed him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted, but he was pierced through for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastening for our well-being fell upon him, and by his scourging we are healed. All of us like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. But the Lord has caused the iniquity of us all to fall on him. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to slaughter, and like a sheep that is silent before its shearers, so he did not open his mouth. 
By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. And for his generation, who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living, for the transgression of my people, to whom the stroke was due. His grave was assigned with wicked men, yet he was with a rich man in his death, because he had done no violence, nor was there any deceit in his mouth.
Satan, the enemy of God and all creation, thought he had won when the Christ, the Messiah, suffered and died on that day. But we know that is not the end of the life of a truly great man. It was just an interlude in the life of the Son of God, our Redeemer, our Messiah. For Jesus Christ did not stay in the grave. On the third day, he was resurrected from the dead. He defeated Satan and he defeated death. All of this brings us to a place of restoration in our relationship with the creator of the universe. The desire of God's heart is that his creation, us, you, and me have a relationship with him. He desires us. Think of it. The one and only God knows you, knows me, and desires for us to know him. He desires us to love his son, the Messiah, Jesus Christ. He desires our worship. As we worship, we will be joining the redeemed from the beginning of a time and the angelic and heavenly host whose sole purpose is to worship him.
birth pangs. The earth went through birth pangs at the time of the birth of the Messiah. Herod, the evil king who despised and felt threatened by an infant, ordered the murder of innocent children. Rome ruled the Holy Land. The people were oppressed and forced to pay taxes to pagan, corrupt rulers. The windows of heaven had been shut for centuries due to the hardness of the hearts and the sins of the Hebrew people. They had been persecuted and violated. They had had enough. They were looking for a Messiah. Birth pangs. The time was ripe. Diligently we wait for the return of the Messiah. And once again we are experiencing birth pangs on the earth. Can you feel it? It's anticipation welling up in your spirit. Do you wonder how long, Lord? How much more can this earth endure? What is next? Can we go through another disaster? We are in the third trimester ready for the return of Christ. Can you feel it? God is speaking to the prophets. He has prepared us through his word. He's warned us about the times we live in. Wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes, natural disasters, hearts growing cold, people calling evil good and good evil, the gospel going out to all nations, tongues, and tribes. Are you ready? Do you feel the birth pains? How long, Lord? Come, Lord Jesus, come.
Thank you, everyone, for coming, celebrating our Lord's birth. Thank you, everyone, that helped put this on and those that are going to help clean up. We really do appreciate it. This is one of my favorite songs, Hosanna in the Highest. I just want to conclude with this thought. The word Hosanna started out as a prayer. It means save, we pray. Save, we pray. And then somehow it's become a word of praise. And I think that became so is that when he answers that prayer, save we pray. And that, that, that prayer became something special upon the lips of Israel because as God answered it over the centuries, it became, it, it evolved. You know how the meaning of words can change. It evolved into a word of praise because he is the Savior. He does save us when we call upon his name. And the fulfillment of his promise in Isaiah 9 6 says his name shall be called wonderful counselor the mighty God the everlasting father the prince of peace the government will be upon his shoulder and the increase of his government government and peace there will be no end so there's no end to his saving us and bringing peace to us and fulfilling us and so we being the wild olive branch are grafted into the root of Israel and we too sing Hosanna because he heard our cry for salvation several ladies make ornaments for you to take home that has a name of God on it or one of his attributes and we just believe that you're going to pick up an ornament that's going to mean something very special to you so good night God bless